the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, welcome back as we head into our second hour. Delight to bring back to the show our dear friend, Congressman David Schweikert, who represents Arizona's first congressional district. Happy Arizona birthday, David. Happy Valentine's Day and a meaningful Ash Wednesday, if that's the right way to cast it. And at all three. So, and, you know, happy um, baby Valentine's Day state day yes. to you. Right, right. And the beginning right. of Lent. So, do you traditionally give up anything for Lent? Yeah, I do. I give up a lot of things all the time. I give up sleep. I give up uh, a whole host of things. All right. No, all right. I do. I do a lot of that stuff. I actually do. Good. Yeah. How about you? Anything to, to, I, to talk about? Oh, yeah. About? I was going to give up joy because it were so doing so just Tell, such a mess back here. Well, I was going to ask. That was my first question. I mean, there is oh. there is a lot going on. How stands the people's house these days? Um, vanity is out of control, um, but it's masqueraded as, um, oh, uh, um, it, it sort of hides behind, um, a, a, a level of, you know, I'm fighting, so I'm going to burn the place down. And there's, there's other things like, like, you know, we're, we need to do a renewal on fight. I'm not thrilled with the way Pfizer's written. You're a lawyer. You 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 are smarter on these things. Um, but we've been negotiating for weeks and weeks and weeks, and we've come up to an agreement. Of, we got very close, and the final difference is we were going to just settle with amendments, put them on the floor, see if it passes, uh, up and down. That's sort of the way that house works. And we had a couple people that just in the last couple of hours objected to that, so. Boom. Um, the floor votes we had scheduled for um, out towards Friday um, have been canceled because um, we now can't move the rule. So it's just it, it's there. You, you, you we fought you know, when we started years ago, I was one of the founding members of the Freedom Caucus. Right. And at that time, our battle was conservatives weren't given the chance to offer amendments and fight it out on the floor. We accepted we would lose most of the time, but we wanted the right to legislate. Mm-hmm. Today, we burn the place down unless you get what you want. Yeah. You use the word vanity. It's an interesting word. It literally means empty. And it makes me sometimes wonder if we're dealing a lot with things that, you know, just are the least important things. Um, oh, sure. Yeah, um, go ahead. It, some of these things are are really important. There's the work you just, but it's the daily work. You know, FISA is really important. Um, Getting, you know, respecting the Fifth Amendment, respecting privacy, respecting dealing with the hundreds of thousands of functionally illegal um, captures that have happened, really important. But that's, just the job. You do that daily. That's just what you do. Right. Um, you know, you know, my fixation that the debt today, we set an all time record. You know, today we 
we spiked. So now we're at a record level of bar. Well, yeah, I was uh, just talking to a mutual friend of ours, I think, earlier uh, in the show. This is finally breaking out in the mainstream media a little bit. CNBC is finally up on the case. Interest on national debt could threaten U.S. economic stability. Hello. Yeah. What have you been saying? I will, and, and forgive my vanity, as we know that is a sin. <laughs> on Ash but, Wednesday? Um, <laughs> part of that is, you know, that daily debt text message I send you, and anyone can sign up for it on our website. We send it out every day. We get it right off Treasury. We've been now signing up media folks for it. If, if you know they torment me and I get their cell phone, I sign them up for it so they can see. So we're now borrowing, as of today, 89254 so $89,254 per second. 89000 a second. And that's an all-time record now. Now, there's weird things going on in the numbers. Um, Treasury is, is borrowing every dime from the trust fund. And we're trying to figure out what they're up to on that. So um, uh, this stuff gets a little complex. But Treasury may be sitting on as much as $800 billion in cash that they've stripped out of these things. And we think it's because um, the trust funds have gone so negative. Every month when you send out the Social Security checks, the amount of tax collection doesn't cover the checks. So they have to reach back in and Social Security presents their little special T-bills and they get money back out. Is there an expectation that if we go into recession that we're going to have to have a bunch of that cash by the end of this year? So we're trying to figure out what Treasury is up to. You know, it's just so maddening to common sense. You will have a unified theory on this, David Schweikert, but, you know, when we take in what are federal tax receipts, something like $4 trillion around there, give or mm-hmm. take a little, a little more, just a little more than that, I think, last time I checked. You know, the idea that we can't run our government on $4 trillion is a weird notion to most people. Um, you're not going to like my answer. I know, I know I'm not, um, but I, that's why I asked it. But if you add up um, Social Security and Medicare, right. Now, remember, Social Security does have a trust fund, right. but that trust fund shrinks every month because uh, unlike several years ago where the um, people paying the FICA taxes was more than the money it went out. Now it's just reversed. More money goes out than the taxes. Um, but we're going to spend over a trillion dollars in interest this year. Yep. So interest now is the second biggest expenditure in government. So Social Security will be one trillion four hundred and fifty billion, uh-huh. but it pays for itself. It's it comes out of the trust fund and the taxes, and for another eight nine years before the um, trust fund is empty. Yep, uh, and then it's twenty five percent cut. But the real bleed right now is interest and healthcare costs. Yep, um, and it's you, you make people mad when you walk through it, but it's mad. I know, I know, I know. I know. This is why you and I have been on. Well, I, I am happy to join you. I shouldn't put you in my category, but I'm happy to join and, you and on the, the healthcare thing, stuff. Is, yeah. There is hope. There is a path where you could stabilize it. It's just hard. It's complex. And you get these you know, people who say, well, if you get rid of foreign aid. Right. Okay. Every dime of foreign aid pays for about eight days of borrowing. Right. You remember, you just heard the number. Right. If you're borrowing... You know, um, $89,000 a second, that means you're borrowing $7.7 billion a day. Yep. Yep. Okay. So 
you, you, and, and for a lot of folks, they don't understand. Yeah, foreign aid's we about thirty million bucks, maybe ish. Yeah, right? the, like the whole difference we were fighting over, which I was okay with the fight, but we need to be honest. What its impact would be was like sixteen billion dollars. Oh, okay, um, okay, okay, but that's you know, let, let's be honest. Uh, two days of borrowing. Yeah, a little over two days of borrowing. Yep. And we do these fights because it's theatrical. It gets you on television, gets you on talk radio. And I can't tell you the number of times I've done television shows where I'm actually in my earpiece. I can hear the producer saying, don't talk about the debt. None of our viewers care about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Well, they care about what it's costing them, I think, or they should. Mm-hmm. Um, they should care about how it's making a difference in their lives every day. You, you actually on, on Twi- Twitter X today, it just take today, <laughs> take today, Valentine's day. Movie tickets are up 18.2% oh, yeah. over the last two <laughs> years. Dining out is up 20.7%. Chocolate. People buy chocolate, 23% increase. Flowers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't, 12 and don't go after my chocolate. Yeah. Well, <laughs> look, look, the border locking down the border, absolutely critical. Absolutely, I believe it's cruelty to the working poor in America. Of course. What we're we're doing. But it's actually the vast majority of things, like stay in Mexico, those things, the president already has the authority. He just wants cover for Republicans to step up and and, uh, do it for him so he can survive his leftist base that have lost their mind, that no longer care about working people in America. Um, a lot of these things are just the functioning of government, and we're not able to do the basic functioning thing. I'm waiting for the debt markets to say, look, these guys can't do their most basic jobs. Um, we want higher premiums on U.S. bonds because we're worried about the debt continuing to grow and not getting back their money, or they're going to have to start printing. It, it, you don't blow up. What you do is you turn on the printing presses, and you devalue the debt. You want on seriousness? I got to let you go here. But uh, the White House, literally the White House official Twitter X account put out a picture of Speaker Johnson and it says roses are red, violets are blue. The border deal was crushed because of you. This is the seriousness with which we are operating. That is your White House, David. Go fix it. Democrats are trying to survive that issue. (laughs) Go fix it, brother. Hey, um, thanks for everything. We'll talk to you soon. Little Grace Slick for you there. Did you know that song? Do you know that song? I was aware of this song. It's a great that 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 voice is inimitable. I think it was written by her brother-in-law. Don't you want somebody to love? I think it was written by her brother-in-law. Yeah, I I like a bit of Jefferson Airplane. I like Grace Slick. Remember the White Rabbit? Yes. Remember what the Dormouse said? Uh huh. Keep your head. Yeah. Yeah, we have some other stuff of hers from the eighties. I think, if I'm not mistaken, don't we? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, from Starship, which is what the band Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got some Starship in our normal Grace. bumper, but that will not be playing on today. No. Arizona Statehood Day and Correct. Valentine's right. Day. Do you have anything you want to add to anything that's been said about the state or the Valentine or the Wednesday of Ash or the Shrove of Tuesday or anything else on your mind? I, I'm just surprised that nobody brought in uh, punch keys in the Midwest where I spent most of my formative years. On Shrove Tuesday, you would celebrate by having something called a punch key. Do you know what that is? No, no, no. It's like a Polish uh, donut. Your Lithuanian roots aren't uh, hearkening back. No. 
It's uh, it's similar oh, like to a, a Polish pl- uh-huh. donut. Okay. And they come in many different flavors. And I was close to Amish country in the area in which Ohio, in which I was living. So I'm sure there's a lot of that uh, ancient European heritage, if you will, people that know how to make this sort of stuff. Polish donuts. They have jelly in them. Yes, they have apricot jelly, raspberry jelly. Some of the more traditional flavors, though, I think we would find to be very gross with our modern taste buds. For example, one of the more famous flavors was sesame. Well, that wouldn't be like so Like a bagel, bad. it has the sesame yeah, that seeds be, on the top, that you know? But it's a sweet. Huh. It's, a, it's a pastry. Yeah. Huh. And it's a funny spelling because it's Polish. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah, like P-A-X-C-Z-I-E. Yeah. yeah. I believe yeah. that's it. Punch it, key. It, it needs a Z and it needs a K, doesn't it? Any any Polish word would, right? Yeah. Huh. And where did you have them? Like, it was a yearly tradition growing up in the middle of nowhere in Ohio. On Mardi Gras? Uh, yes. Shrove Tuesday, you would have them on... Shrove Tuesdays, along with uh, around Easter time, you would have hot crossed buns. Yeah, sure. That came from Europe as well. Yeah. Yeah, we had a, a deep and rich heritage in this country that is forgotten. Well, will desert. you make some, please? Make some. I don't mess with baking. I really don't. You baking don't bake? is difficult because with baking, yeah. you know that I cook and I love yeah. to cook. Yeah. But with cooking, you can throw things in and measure as yeah. you want to. With baking, if you so much as do a teaspoon off of yeah. the right or the wrong baking yeah. powder, yeah. that's it. The whole thing's flat and ruined yeah. and tastes terrible. Yeah, Baking, you have to be so precise. I thought you made something baked and brought it in. Maybe. I made a chicken pot pie once. Is that what I'm thinking Is that of? perhaps what you're thinking of? Maybe. I thought you did something with baking. A chicken pot pie is a little bit easier because there's a lot of vegetables and stuff, and yeah. I just made the pie crust, but most of that was already made. I just had to cook it. Yeah. But to make something from scratch with dough is very hard. Yeah. Very hard. Okay. All right. Well, that was all really nice, David. Thank you for your contribution today. Is that it? <laughs> no, if you have more, we're here for you, baby. Have you have you told our listeners about a great opportunity no, let's to see do it. you? Let's do it. Andy. I see you every day. Yeah, I know. You know? <laughs> Not so and great. that gets uh, a little tiring. <laughs> okay. So I'd like to give our listeners yeah. the opportunity to see you. Sing it. This Talk March. To Talk to them. March 26th. <laughs> Fighting for Freedom. Yeah. March 26th. With yours truly, Seth Liebson. That's not – yeah, you can't say yours truly about someone else, but – Yours truly, comma, uh-huh. Seth Liebson, yes, there you comma, go. There you go. Mike Gallagher, comma, and Brandon Tatum. Nice. I will not be on stage. I'll be in the audience throwing spitballs with the rest of you, ladies and gentlemen. No, but – But we'd like to offer you two, a pair of tickets to join us March 26th at Arizona Christian University. If you'd like to enter this contest, feel free to email me. It's D D O L L. At SalemPHX.com, SalemPhoenix.com. Feel free to email me, FFF, in the subject line, and let me know that you'd like to win those tickets. Fighting for Freedom, March 26th. Mike Gallagher, me, and Brandon Tatum, uh, and hopefully as many of you as possible. We're keeping it a little bit uh, small because we like... Mike and Brandon and I really like to interact with you as much as possible. So you can get tickets at 960thepatriot.com. And, yeah, you can enter for a free pair of tickets by emailing young David at ddoll at salemphx.com. ddoll at salemphx.com. And we'll announce our winners on Friday. We're going to talk about everything in the election. You know, there was this weird national security alert today I wanted to say something about. And um, it came from the House of Representatives. They issued a statement. Bill, you're nodding like you're you're aware of what I'm talking about. There's this weird request that 
the White House declassify this security alert and had everyone on edge and everyone nervous. So uh, this came from the House Intelligence uh, Committee, Chairman Turner. So the White House Press Corps, um, the White House uh, Communications Department sent out Jake Sullivan, the National Security Advisor, to calm everyone, you know, just to kind of lower the temperature. This is how they do it at the White House these days. Here is your National Security Advisor, Jake Sullivan. Imminent, or he doesn't say imminent, serious national security threat. The lack of your ability to say anything has the potential to raise distress for some Americans. In the simplest of terms, can you tell Americans that there's nothing they have to worry about right now in terms of what he describes as a national security threat? Look, I think in a way that question um, is impossible to answer with a straight yes, right? Whoa! That's what you want from your national security advisor? There's a serious threat. Can you tell us whether that's true or not? In a way, that question is impossible to answer with a straight yes. How about we gotcha? We're covered. We're good. We know of what he speaks, and uh, we can't discuss it because it's classified, if that is in fact the case. But we got it. We're good. We're good. I'll give you the entirety of his answer. That question... um it is impossible to answer with a straight yes, right? Because Americans uh, understand that there are a range of threats and challenges in the world that we're dealing with. <laughs> this he draws day. a salary. And uh, those threats and challenges range from terrorism to state actors. And we have to contend with them, and we have to contend with them in a way where we ensure the ultimate security of the American people. I am confident that President Biden, in the decisions that he is taking, is going to ensure the security of the American people going forward. And I will stand here at this podium and assert that, look you in the eye with confidence, that we believe that we can and will and are protecting the national security of the United States and the American people. So we go from that question is impossible to answer with a straight yes to we have confidence in Joe Biden being able to prevent anything from happening. Un. Believable what they are trying to sell. You know what, though? It's unbelievable that we're buying it, that so many people are buying into this nonsense, into this word salad, governance by word salad. That's what it is. It's governance by word salad. It's governance by infirmity. It's governance by those we know who not are in charge. I'm Seth, 602-508-0960. Set him up, Joe. I got a little story I think you ought to know. We're drinking, my friend, to the end of a brief episode. Make it one for my baby and one for the road. That is such a consummate. Frank Sinatra song. We've reached the midway point of the program, folks, which means it's time for a saloon song with Seth. Yeah, right. You know who wrote that? Same guy, Harold Arlen, same guy who wrote Over the Rainbow. You could dine out on either one of those for the rest of your lives, probably. On the royalties, yes, sir. Yeah, you could <laughs> dine out on those two, huh? Um, yeah, that is such a powerful song, saloon singing. All right, let's go to the callers. Let's go to Dan and Chandler. Hi, Dan. Welcome to the show. Hi, Seth. Uh, if you had to guess... Could you imagine what this new Russian threat is that they're talking about? And did I see, I thought I might have seen, 
some remark about it having to do with space. Yeah, that's what they're reporting, that it's a space-based weapon. Um, someone said, who said this? Colonel Schlichter, I think, was saying earlier today, um, everyone who is uh, warning us about the imminence of this has a pretty good record of being wrong. Uh, so I don't want to affiliate or associate myself necessarily with those comments because one of these days they're going to be right, and this might be right. We don't know. We don't know. But I know we're vulnerable. I know we're vulnerable to a lot of attacks, whether it's space-based or otherwise. I, I know we are, and I know that if a country were looking to take on the United States or an ally, this is the time to do it. It's the time to do it because of the infirmity and weakness of our leadership. We don't even have a se- uh, we don't even have the Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin right now. If you think the National Security Advisor, whose audio I just played you a few moments ago, instills confidence or fear to our enemies, I've got some oceanfront property right here in Arizona to sell you. Uh, if you think that there's anyone taking serious Joe Biden or Kamala Harris, I also have some beachfront property here. Uh, this is an awful, awful, awful time to think about America's national security posture right now. Don't you think, Dan? Absolutely. In fact, I think the whole situation is an engraved invitation to China to invade Taiwan. That would be the perfect time. For China to do anything it wants, uh, for Russia to do anything it wants, for Iran, for North Korea to do anything they want. Riddle me this, Dan. This was amazing to me. We, uh, you will recall, sent a sortie of rockets into Yemen and Iraq as a reprisal for the Iranian uh, and Iranian militias that were attacking us uh, about a week, about 10 days ago. About 10 days ago, you'll remember we fired some, uh, some rockets into Yemen, into Iraq, to take on some Iranian-based uh, 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 based organizations. And um, the president said nothing about it. Said nothing about it. It's the first time in history we've unleashed a missile attack and never said a word about it from the presidency. Think about that. What the heck is going on here, brother? I feel he is completely detached from everything. He is nothing more than a figurehead, which is all he's ever been, really. Well, okay, uh, that is that is that is a that that is a feasible explanation. I mean, it's a rational explanation. But who's in charge? Don't you think we ought to know? Don't you think that's the threat to democracy? He keeps wanting? we don't know who's in charge. Uh, probably Barack Obama and Valerie Jarrett, uh, maybe, to name a couple. Maybe, maybe, maybe. And, you know, I suppose they still have their their um, security clearances. But, you know, I, I sometimes just, you know, come into the office or wake up and I just think this country has never been in more peril with such a vacuum of leadership. Never worse than right now never worse and if i'm thinking it and you're thinking it and we're able to talk about it we only know a little bit of the surface of this we're only scratching the surface people who know a lot about it would be people like you said china putin mullahs north korea they know a lot more about it than we do and we know a little bit about it and it ain't good by the way this afternoon there was quite an exchange of fire between Israel and Hezbollah in Lebanon. Yes, I saw that. And, right. Uh, right. and that is really scary because they've got 3,000 or more uh, missiles yes. uh, ready to go yes. from Iran. Yes. And um, 
you know, we could really be on the brink of something terrible here. I think we are on the brink of something terrible. It's our duty to help walk it back. God bless you, sir. Thank you. Folks at Midas Gold Group had told me the U.S. government and the Fed will have no choice but to eventually steer interest rates lower because if they don't, the current level of interest rates will bankrupt the nation. And there's no telling when the dam will break. But when it does, Midas wants to make sure you have flood insurance, in this case, gold. Call Midas Gold Group now. Look into the opportunities gold can provide you as a way to diversify your investments. Call 480-360-3000 or go to MidasGoldGroup.com. Midas Gold Group is the nation's number one veteran-owned gold IRA firm. Protect your assets. Call 480-360-3000. That's 480-360-3000. Midas Gold Group, always faithful. MidasGoldGroup.com. You getting excited for your trip to Washington, D.C.? Young man goes to Washington. Mr. Doll goes to Washington. Mr. Smith goes to Washington. Excited? Yeah. You got your itinerary all set? Well, not quite. I have to get up early on Friday morning because I want to. I'm trying to get a standby ticket for the Washington Monument. Yeah, they release them 24 hours in advance. Yeah. So if I'd like to get a Saturday ticket, I have to get up eight Eastern. You think that's Friday early? To well, you want to get it for me? I just don't know why all of a sudden getting up at eight Eastern is considered getting up early. Isn't that five? Well, here it would be six, but you'll be there. No, I'll be here on Friday. Okay, so you have to get up at six. Oh my gosh! Well, okay, half the day it is gone scary as far to as some I'm... of us. No, good lord, young. I David. will have. To, well, that's when I have to be ready to log on to the computer because Eastern they release tickets for the <laughs> you next guys. Got to know what I understand. What I'm dealing with here, I'm dealing with a guy who is complaining that he's getting 15 emails a day. <laughs> what I wouldn't do for 15 you know, emails our, a day. Uh, our ops manager Jeremy yeah. and I had a conversation about this. Yeah, I mean, we fif- counted them up. I had over 40 uh, I, since since midnight. That's like an hour in my life. How many of those do you respond to? Get used to it. Get used to it. I haven't said anything about the shooting in Kansas City, you know, the Kansas City Chiefs parade. There was a shooting there today, tragic shooting, one dead, as many as uh, 15 injured, they're reporting. Awful. Uh, thoughts and prayers are the best we can send for now. And let's hope that those numbers... Um, don't go up, obviously. But um, it reminds us, doesn't it, a little bit that um, crime is a serious issue, one of the most serious of issues um, we face right now. And with everything we have to keep track of and talk about, we just had Dan we're from Chandler, I think, right, talking to us about um, the national security threat, which obviously is huge. Um, and... That can't be forgotten. The crime issue can't be forgotten. Um, What did William Buckley say? The protection of the individual against the criminal is the first and highest function of government. The failure of government to provide protection is nothing less than the failure of government. Government's failing you. Your government is failing you. Um, And again, as with almost everything else we face, immigration, you name it, illegal immigration, you name it. It's not about its ability to protect us. It's about its will to protect us. On any number of fronts, we know how to do what we need to do. It's that there are those that don't want to do it because I don't know the motivation, to be honest with you. I don't know why someone would think 
in one part, it's misplaced compassion, okay? Let's break it down. There are a few segments to the mindset here. Some of it is misplaced compassion, which is a lack of education at the most serious of levels. It's a misprioritized morality. There's that. Then there are those that I truly believe think that the worse it gets, the better here. The worse things get, the more ripe we are for fundamental or radical transformation or revolution. Fundamental transformation is to revolution what what, uh, democratic socialism is to socialism. You can quote me on that. I don't think anyone's put that together before. Um, that's, that's, That's what I think. Fundamental transformation is to revolution in America what democratic socialism is to socialism. It's just a euphemistic way of ending with the progressive leftist goal that these people want. So I think it's really an admixture of those two things. Well-meaning but misplaced compassion, which requires education, and leftism, which, re- which, which desires nothing less than what they think is condign punishment for our sins so that we should all suffer for them. Refusal to enforce the law, alteration of laws, alteration of the natural state, alteration of so many things. Justice requires that we use tools to prevent crime. Justice requires it. Penalizing wrong conduct and rewarding good conduct are the right thing to do in and of themselves. It's the right thing to do. It's pretty close to a direct quote of one of the nation's great criminologists passed away about a decade ago, Jim Wilson, James Q. Wilson. It's the right thing to do. It's also the efficacious thing to do. If you want to look at inefficacy... When it comes to these kinds of things, look at Portland. Look at Portland, Oregon. They are pulling their hair out over what they wrought. Oh, here's a story. Daily Mail. America take note. Thailand, excuse me. America take note. Thailand is set to reverse weed legalization after spike in cannabis-related mental health issues and crime with government calling pot a big problem. Thailand, the first country in Asia to legalize it, is now trying to do a U-turn. You know, it's awfully hard to do these U-turns. It's awfully hard to get the needle out of the arm, literally and figuratively, once it's in. It's awfully hard. And the tragedy is you don't have to go there in the first place, in the first order, in the first instance. You don't have to do it. You could actually listen to what we say. You can listen to common sense. But common sense, unfortunately, is no longer in the mainstream any more than nature is. Things we used to just rely upon for the ordinary waves of life are no longer in the mainstream because there is a political agenda afoot trying to upset and iconically upset all the apple carts because they think they know better and in some weird, perverse way want to see failure. That's why they hate success. Think of it as a matter of a country. Why do you think? Why do you think? Why do you think so many of the uh, uh, Islamic 
countries and terrorist organizations hate Israel so much? Why do you think so? Why do you think they hate so much? Why do you think they teach the children, their children, that Christians and Jews in Israel are monkeys and akin to monkeys and pigs and must be destroyed at any cost? Why do you think it is? It's because the very existence and success of that place is a rebuke to their misbegotten order of their morality. Love's been a little bit hard on me. You like Juice Newton, huh? You've been playing a lot of Juice Newton today. Well, because she has a lot of songs about love. She has like three songs. Well, we've played all three. Yeah, okay. It's not a lot. It's like, it's like you thinking 15 emails is a lot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> she has a lot of songs. You only need one or two. I wanted I to comp- think she has a good sound, though. What oh, yeah, I know. She yeah, does. Yeah. She totally does. What's her famous one? Queen of Hearts, right? Mm-hmm. We yeah. played that earlier. Yeah. Um. The Paul Stuckey song, There Is Love, the wedding song that you played... Mm-hmm. That's a beautiful piece of work that he wrote. A beautiful piece of work. Have you read the lyrics to that song? I always I figured if I got married again, huh? Yes, you showed them to me once. It's a beautiful song. I always figured if I got married again, I would want that song played. It's a beautiful, beautiful song about marriage. Yes. I'm just trying to think. It does it drive from Proverbs? What is the? There's oh, it's rife. It's rife with biblical references. Rife. By the way, listener Roger here in Phoenix says Bashes has those donuts routinely, regularly. Those donuts you were talking about, the Bashes. Bunchkeys? Yeah. yeah. Regularly? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He said they're featured in this week's ad. Yeah. I, I'm I'm interested. Wait, so what is it? Is they, Bashes a, a hidden Polish communist agent or something? No, no, no. It's uh, it's, Where's the connection? That's what I'm interested in knowing. Well, they just have a bakery. So to Safeway, but you don't see punch keys there. No. So someone there in the bakery. I mean, every store is different, David. Do we need to go down this rudimentary route? Every store is different. Every human being is different. Every Indeed. baker is different. And that's the blessings of capitalism. Yeah, right. And we can all compete okay, all right. to offer the best all right, product all right. for you the need, cheapest you, possible all right. price. You need to go sp- As okay. opposed to right. big box stores okay. like Costco, okay. which follow down the socialist okay. road to okay. depredation. Uh, you know what I didn't do? As I promised, I broke a promise. I promised I was going to play some audio from Prager's show last week that um, – was one of those moments that's life-changing. And uh, you know what? I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. By the way, there was a thing on his show today that uh, Mark here, our boss, said, I should feel free to tell the audience is baloney. Dennis aired baloney unwittingly. He had a caller talking about how to peel an orange, and the caller said, if you roll it around on your leg for a little while— it makes it all the easier to peel. Peel. So Mark did it, and he said, "You can feel free to go on air and tell the audience that I said Dennis's collar is full of it. Not true. All right, we talk about everything here. We'll be right back." Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.